What do you? Oh my! <laughs> I had to spring into action just then. Yeah, uh, we didn't have our first song lined up. I had to <laughs> spring out of my chair, get the record, and hand it to Mr. Engineer. He's got it now. I hope he's done <laughs> queuing it up here. Uh, well, hello friends, I am your humble host and welcome now to another edition of Sounds Like Radio. Today, we're going to listen to an episode of The Great Gildersleeve, originally broadcast May 2nd, 1951. And looks like today, The Great Gildersleeve is going to be doing a good deed. Yeah, in fact, he wants all of the jolly boys to join in. Why? You see... Spring has sprung. Yep, spring has sprung in the land of Summerfield. And for that matter, in our land, too. Well, to Gildersleeve, spring means spring cleaning. And the judge's house. You know, all the jolly boys, they were over to the judge's house recently. And they said, boy, this place is a real mess. You know, the judge lives by himself. He ain't married. And he just keeps that place. It's a slop house. I don't know if it's a slop house, but anyway, the boys, them boys, they said, boy, did the judge's house need some spring cleaning. That's what they want to do. They want to do some spring cleaning for the judge, and, well, maybe it's a good idea. So that's what they're doing. The boys get together when the judge is out of sight, and they say, let's all go over to the judge's house this weekend and clean up the house, and the judge will never be the wiser. That's the plan today on the Great Gildersleeve. Spring cleaning the judge's house. Oh, uh, the Jolly Boys, they're going to like it, I guess. Maybe not, though. Uh, Maybe Gildersleeve, maybe even he's going to have second thoughts. You never know. But if if the boys, the Jolly Boys, do get around to getting over there and cleaning up the judge's house... The judge is going to be just like Elizabeth Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know why? Because Elizabeth Scott says, It's so nice to have a man around the house. <laughs> That's the judge. He'll be saying, It's nice to have the jolly boys around the house to do all the spring cleaning. Here is Elizabeth Scott. Wow, what a lady, huh? <laughs> From the movie Dead Reckoning with Humphrey Bogart, here's Elizabeth. I bet you didn't know she could sing, did you? Well, here she is to prove it. It's so nice to have a man around the house. Oh, so nice to have a man around the house. Someone sweet who's glad he's found you, who put his arms around you, and his kisses will astound you. It's so nice Oh, a house is just a house Without a man He's the necessary evil In your plan There are many things about him You just can't do without him Though it's just a constant game of cat and mouse It's so nice to have a man around the house It's so nice to have a man around the house 
crazy honey <laughs> you gotta cut that out <laughs> oh oh yeah yeah that was elizabeth scott uh, i'm gonna have to slap my face ow yeah that slapped me out of the mood oh that was too good elizabeth scott singing all about how nice it was to have me i mean a man around the house yeah i'd like to be around elizabeth scott's house <laughs> dust up here and there <laughs> oh, oh get out the hoover start vacuuming Anything to be near Elizabeth. Ooh, she did sound good, didn't she? <laughs> oh, 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 well, now, uh, that's the way the, the, the judge is going to feel. I don't know if he's going to feel exactly like the way Elizabeth felt, but he's going to feel uh, it's nice to have the Jolly Boys around the house. But you know what the Jolly Boys are going to say? They're going to have the blues. Yeah, from all that cleaning, they're going to have the washboard blues. You know who else has the washboard blues? The great Phil Harris. I got an album here that I originally bought back in the 1970s. I do believe I got it at a record convention. Or maybe it was a used album store. It's been many years. It's an actual album, and I think it is my favorite of all my Phil Harris albums and CDs. Why? Well, because this is sort of a, a unusual Phil Harris album in that he recorded it either in the very late 50s, but I believe he recorded this one in the early 60s. And you'll see it's a sort of a laid-back Phil Harris singing a song without a whole big band orchestra backing him up, just sort of a simple arrangements. And here is the great Phil Harris from the album Southern Comfort to sing the Washboard Blues. Phil, I got to hear you sing this song. I've been looking forward to it. <laughs> there he is. Here's Phil Harris on Sounds Like Radio. Morning comes with cloudy skies to rain I pull back and broke with pain I'm sleeping, I've been scrubbing Laser grieving, cause of drubbing I'm sleeping, I've been scrubbing all Up to that washing soap And down to that water once more Poor hands soul Up to that washing soap And down to that water once more Poor hands soul Oh, Lordy 
Must I keep scrubbing? Must I keep tubbing? Must I keep scrubbing these filthy old clothes? Up to the washing soap and down to the water once more. Washboard blues washing in the shanty by the shore. The lazy old river swinging by my door. Hear that river lonely moaning. Hear that river lonely moaning. Hear that river lonely moaning. Moaning low. Going down to that river. That river someday throw myself away. Going down to that river, going down to that river someday throw myself away. Oh, Lordy, must I keep scrubbing? Must I keep tubbing? Must I keep scrubbing these filthy old clothes? Going down to the river, going down to that river someday. Hurry day, hurry day, hurry, hurry day. Oh my, hey, the great Phil Harris. Now. That is one of my all-time favorite Phil Harris albums, and I just from hearing that one song from that album, Southern Comfort, I think you can tell why I like that Phil Harris so much. That one of my all-time favorite albums here on the Sounds Like Radio Show. Always happen to play a song from it. From uh, That's one of my originals that I bought back in the 70s. Hope you enjoyed Phil Harris singing all about them washboard blues because that's what the Jolly Boys just might have if they have to start cleaning up the whole judge's house. And they might be telling Gildersleeve, you know, Gildersleeve, this sounded like a good idea, but maybe, maybe some other spring would be a better time to do this. And Gildersleeve would say, what do you mean, Jolly Boys? Some other spring, did you say? And they'd say, yeah, yeah, you know, just like Billie Holiday says, she says some other spring would be perfect to clean the judge's house. Yeah, oh, here's Billie Holiday. She wants to clean the judge's house some other spring. Some other spring I'll try to love Now I still cling to Fresh when worn, left crushed and torn Like the love affair I mourn Some other spring when twilight falls Will the night bring another to me? your kind but let me find it's not true 
says she just ain't in the mood to clean the judge's house today some other spring she says to the jolly boys <laughs> and now the jolly boys gotta look for somebody somebody else to do the work <laughs> oh them jolly boys you know you just can't trust them he uh so Gildersleeve, he's asking the jolly boys to help out and clean out the judge's house for spring from may 2nd of 1951 Let's listen now to this great Gildersleeve adventure here on Sounds Like Radio. I am your humble host, and now it's time for the Great Gildersleeve. The Kraft Foods Company presents Willard Waterman as the Great Gildersleeve. Great Gildersleeve is brought to you by the Kraft Foods Company. Kraft, makers of the one and only Miracle Whip salad dressing. And one and only is right, friends, because there is no other salad dressing like Miracle Whip. No other salad dressing has that distinctive flavor, that lively, teasing flavor that's peppy, yet not a bit too sharp. It's a flavor millions prefer. Enjoy it on your salads. Tomorrow, get a jar of the one and only Miracle Whip. 
lot of house cleaning going on in Summerfield. The great Gildersleeve has refinished his parlor furniture. Mr. Peavy has sprayed his screens. Chief of Police Gates has whitewashed the jail. Even the Jolly Boys Club over Floyd's Barbershop hasn't escaped. And while the paint is drying up there, the gang is meeting at Judge Hooker's house. For it's always trying to play. Home sweet home, Commish. Right off the needle point on the judge's wall. <laughs> home sweet home. I love that picture. My mother in Salinas has one over the mantel. Play something else, Floyd. The chief's getting sentimental. Okay. Let me see. That's fine, Floyd. Oh, it certainly is, Floyd. Oh, my goodness. What's the matter with the judge? Perhaps it'd sound better, Floyd, if you'd pull out all the stops. Well, I ain't a bad old organ, Judge. Thank you. It hasn't been played for quite a while. There are a few cracks in the bellows. Uh, if the air's escaping, Floyd, try pumping your feet a little faster. Uh-uh. If you're going to sing any songs, I better save my legs. <laughs> hey, what's that? My doorbell, Floyd. Yeah, I thought we was raided. <laughs> yeah, that must be Peavy. Come in, Peavy. Well, hello, Grant. <laughs> Gentlemen. Hi, Peavy. Hello, Mr. Peavy. Peavy, we were just about to sing a song. There is a tavern in the town. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> now, now, Peavy, I have a lot of good music. Yeah, why don't we try one of these antiques here on the organ? Well, let's see what the judge has here. Uh, bird in the Gilded Cage, Cubanola Glide, Alma, Where Do You Live? How about this one? I picked a lemon in the Garden of Love. That was a hit song in 1906. I didn't know they had lemons in 1906. <laughs> yes, they did. I used to go with one. <laughs> Say, fellas, here's a dandy. My wife's gone to the country. Hurrah, hurrah. 1909. Ah, let's take this one. We all know it. Yeah, that has a solo line for me. All together now, gang. Hit it. By the light. By the light.
great base chief. Oh, it was nothing, Commissioner. Ho, ho, ho. Well, if I do say so myself, the acoustics are excellent here in my parlor. Yeah, music always sounds better in a musty room. Lloyd. Huh? Well, I do the best I can. Since I don't have my housekeeper now, it's a chore to keep things spick and span. I think it looks mighty nice, Judge. I've never seen your pussy willows over the fireplace look better. Thank you, Chief. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'll go brew some tea. Yeah, good idea, Judge. Forget what I said, Judge. You're a swell housekeeper. That's all right, Floyd. Ain't he a crummy housekeeper? <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't have to tell him so, Floyd. Judge's house wouldn't look bad at all if he'd get some of the junk out of here. He's had those old cattails behind that picture for 20 years. Well, cattails I can stand, but them peacock feathers in the umbrella stand ought to go. <laughs> Well, the place could stand a spring cleaning. Things accumulate over the years. Yeah, I'll say. Last week when me and Lovey was cleaning, we threw away a truckload of stuff. Well, the judge doesn't have anybody around to help. Say, why don't we jolly boys clean up the judge's house? Us? Sure. He's going out of town tomorrow. We can surprise him. Oh, wait a minute, Commissioner. I just got through renovating the jail. Took me a whole day to lamp black the cell bars. Yeah, come on, fellas. Now, what do you say? It'll be a jolly boy's good deed. <laughs> I wish you'd thought of these good dudes last week when Mrs. Peavy and I were cleaning. We ought to do it for the judge. He's lived with it so long, he doesn't realize how cluttered his house is. Remember our slogan now? All for one and one for all. Well, I'm game. I'll donate half a day from the barber shop. You're a Floyd. It'll be worth it to get rid of all this underbrush he's collected. What do you say, Chief? Mm, if everybody's for it, I'll help. Well, Mrs. Peavy always likes a chance to tend the drugstore. Yeah, okay, it's a deal. But don't say anything to the judge. Let's keep it a secret. Here comes the tea. Well, what are you gentlemen huddling about? Oh, nothing, judge. Yeah, we're just deciding on another song. Yeah, that's right. Yes, indeed. How about goodbye, pussy willows, goodbye? <laughs> was a fine breakfast, Bertie. Thank you, Mr. Gilsey. Now, where's the scrub pail and the mop? Scrub pail and mop? Yeah, that's what I asked for, Marjorie. What's the matter, Aren't you spill your prunes? <laughs> no, Leroy. The pail and mop, please, Bertie. Yes, sir. And some floor wax, furniture polish, and dusting cloths. Yes, sir. And I'll want the vacuum cleaner, Bertie. Mr. Gilsey, what are you trying to do, get Bertie's job? <laughs> no, not exactly, Bertie. That's what he's trying to do, get Bertie's job. <laughs> <laughs> what's this all about? It's a secret, it's a secret. What are you up to? Now, kitties, don't get curious. Who's curious about a scrub bucket? <laughs> Maybe the water commissioner's going to scrub up the office. No, nothing like that. I know, the mayor's transferring onto the street cleaning department. <laughs> he is not. As a matter of fact, I'm just doing an old friend a favor. Oh? Last night at the Jolly Boys meeting, I had a great idea. We were at the judge's house... And I noticed it's in pretty bad shape, since he doesn't have his housekeeper. So it occurred to me that while he's out of town today, it'd be a nice gesture if the Jolly Boys pitched in and cleaned house for him. I thought of it. Yeah, we got that impression. Well, I think it's a wonderful idea, Anki. Well, I'm always thinking of nice things like that. All the Jolly Boys are meeting here this morning, and then... 
Oops, here they come now. I'll get it! Yeah, I'll get it, Bertie. Hey, that's the judge. I see his car out front. Uh-oh, I have to get rid of him. The judge mustn't know what I'm doing. That'd spoil everything. Coming! Yeah, remember, kiddies, it's a secret. Mum's the word. Who's talking? Morning, Gilda. Judge, I thought you'd gone to the county seat. I'm on the way. I just dropped by to bring your cigar lighter. You left it on the organ last night. Yeah, thanks, Judge. Well, see you later. Have a nice trip. Gilda, are you trying to rush me off? Judge, I'm expecting some other people. Oh, stop pushing me. (laughs) Who? Well, some friends of yours. We're going to do you a favor. But you aren't supposed to know about it. It's my idea. Oh, a surprise for me? Yeah, little idea I cooked up with the jolly boy. Well, I won't ask what it is. I'll be on my way. Hey, wait a minute, Judge. Aren't you curious? What? We're doing this for you, remember? You might show a little interest. I thought I wasn't supposed to know about it. You're not. By the way, Judge, you still keep your house key under the welcome mat? Well, yes. And uh, how about those antiques? Will that finish take a furniture polish? Of course, Gilday. Why do you ask? Well, that's part of my big idea. What about your rugs, Horace? You take them out and beat them or vacuum them? Gilday, what are you up to? You haven't guessed by now. Judge, while you're away, I'm cleaning your house. You? Well, like I say, I'm pulling the Jolly Boys in to help me. I don't want to take all the credit myself. Why, Gildy, old friend, what a splendid thing to do for me. But you fellas shouldn't give your time. Sure, glad to do it, Judge. Now be on your way before the others come. Oh, yes, I better go. <laughs> Goodbye. You're right. And remember, Judge, this is our secret. Some secret. Leroy. Unky, I thought you weren't going to tell the judge. Well, Marjorie, he wheedled it out of me. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't tell anybody. It's a secret. Mum's the word. Big deal. That boy. Well, Unky, you were pretty obvious with the judge. Well, my dear. Excuse me. Yes, Bertie. I got the floor wax, the furniture polish, the vacuum cleaner, and the mop bucket ready. Well, thank you, Bertie. I'll get it. Yeah, I'll get it, Bertie. <laughs> yeah. What if I wasn't a lobbyist? You're doing something for somebody. You deserve the credit. No use hiding my light under a mop bucket. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Commissioner. This is Floyd. Oh, Floyd, I'm waiting for you. We're due at the judges. I can't leave the barbershop today, Commissioner. You can't? I got nine customers waiting for haircuts. Nine? Farmer Nelson just brought in his kids. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, Floyd, can't you put them off? At a buck a head? Little Floydy Munson ain't crazy. Sorry I can't be with you, Commissioner. Yeah, I'll bet. Have a good time. Yes, yes. Goodbye, Commish. Goodbye. That Floyd. Down at his barbershop making money. What a sneaky way to get out of cleaning house. Hello, Peavy. Gildersleeve, what can I do for you this morning? What can you do? Phoebe, don't look so innocent. Last night you promised to help me clean the judge's house. Oh, yes, yes. Well, I, I'm afraid you'll have to count me out, Mr. Gildersleeve. Phoebe, not you, too. That's the way it looks. Well, I thought Mrs. Phoebe wanted to run the store. 
Yes, but this is her day to run their garden club. Evie, which is more important, the garden club or cleaning the judge's house? I'd hate to put that to vote before the garden club. Yeah, all right, Evie, if that's the final word. That's the final word, Mr. Gildersleeve. I heard it this morning before I left home. <laughs> well, here comes the chief. He'll help me. Good morning, Peavy. Hello, Chief. Hello, Commissioner. I was just by your house, and they told me I'd find you at the drugstore. Well, Chief, are you ready? <laughs> you bet I am. I'm letting a deputy prepare lunch for the prisoners, so I'm free. Yeah, you're true, Blue Chief. Of course, we'll have to do this job alone. Uh, we will? Yeah, Peavy and Floyd won't help us. Fair-weather friends. Well, it isn't as if we wouldn't like to, Chief. We ran into complications. Oh, well, in that case, Commissioner, perhaps we should clean the judge's house another time. You know, I can't do that, Chief. I told the judge we were going to clean his house today. How's that? Yeah, I mean, you told the judge? <laughs> Commissioner, I thought this was to be our little secret. Well, uh, blabbermouth. No, <laughs> oh, Peavy. On second thought, Commissioner, I don't think I can help you today either. You assist, Chief. Well, my deputy doesn't make a very good stew. The prisoners might complain. Yilfer, that's an excuse and you know it. Yes, I know it. You're all right. Back out, all of you. You'll be sorry you didn't help me clean the judge's house. Well, now, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> hmm. Whose idea was this, anyway? <laughs> Great Gildersleeve returns in a moment. Nothing is quite as eye-appealing on a dinner table as a colorful, tempting salad. For example, just imagine a shimmering lime gelatin salad mold surrounded with lettuce cups filled with plump, juicy red strawberries. Just be sure that salad tastes every bit as good as it looks. Serve the very best salad dressing you can buy. Delicious Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip has a perfect, just-right flavor. A flavor that's distinctive because Miracle Whip is actually a different kind of salad dressing made from a secret craft recipe that combines the best qualities of old-fashioned boiled dressing and fine mayonnaise. No wonder Miracle Whip outsells the next 20 leading brands of salad dressing combined. Get a jar tomorrow and enjoy colorful, attractive salads topped with the salad dressing millions prefer, smooth, delicious Miracle Whip. And say, here's something to look forward to. It's the big salad carnival that'll be in full swing at your grocer's soon. There'll be salad makings galore to give you lots of new salad ideas. Plan now to visit your grocer's wonderful big salad carnival and stock up on all the famous craft salad dressings. <laughs> Let's get back to the great Gildersleeve. He had the brilliant idea of getting the Jolly Boys and cleaning Judge Hooker's house on the day the judge was out of town. It was to be a big surprise. But now, guess who's surprised? Yeah, I never dreamed the Jolly Boys wouldn't be able to help me. I have a feeling I put myself on the spot. Still, why should I go over to the judge's house and do all that work myself? I better lie down on the couch and think this over. Oh. 
You know, it wouldn't be fair to the others if I went over alone. If I did all the work, I'd get all the credit. It was supposed to be a Jolly Boys project. Aki, what are you doing on the couch? I thought you were going to the judge's house. Well, Marjorie, the plans have changed a little. Oh? Petey has to stay at the pharmacy. And Floyd has a big rush on at the barber shop. And the chief says he has to be at the jail. Everybody has an excuse. What's your excuse? Well, I'll think of something everybody else has. Well, I don't see how you can refuse to go through with it now, Unky. Well, why not? Well, it was supposed to be a secret. But you had to tell the judge. Now you can't back out. Well, I guess not. Blabbermouth. What? Nothing. Boob. Stoop. Pigeon. Anki, you can't just sit there calling yourself names. You've got to keep your promise. Well... Well, if you don't, the judge will be disappointed in you. Why, it might even break up your friendship. Well, that might teach me a lesson. Oh, I'd hate to see anything come between you and Judge Hooker. Oh, I don't think it'll come to that. Maybe the judge thought I was kidding this morning. After all, Marjorie, it is a pretty silly idea. A bunch of grown men going over and cleaning a house. Sure, I'll bet the judge has forgotten all about it. Miss Gilfleeve. Yes, Bertie. Here's a package somebody sent you. Me? What an interesting-looking box. Open it, Anki. Yeah, you'll be sending me a package. What is it? It's a box of cigars. My favorite brand. Ain't that something? Here's the card, Anki. Yes, let's see. To my thoughtful friends, with a thousand thanks, Horace Hooker. Oh, he hasn't forgotten, Anki. You had a heck of a time to remember. Now I've got to clean his confounded house. I'll take the buckets, Leroy. You bring them up. Okay. Gosh, Uncle, why couldn't Marge come over and help you clean? This is women's work. Yeah, Marjorie has the twins to look after, my boy. Well, why can't I go home and look after the twins and send Marge over? They like me. I make them laugh when I wiggle my ears. They probably miss me right now. No, Leroy, I need you here. What about Bertie? Well, Bertie has her chores to do at home. Besides, she just cleaned our house. Can't ask her to clean another one. Hey, maybe the judge's key isn't under the mat. Well, no such luck. Maybe it's the wrong key. Maybe it'll jam the lock. Maybe it can't work it. Step in, Leroy. (laughs) Okay. Now, we'll start. Let's see, where will we start? You're not in the parlor. Pussy willows, cattails... Yeah, we'll save the hard job for the last. Unc, I'm not too interested in doing this. You aren't? I can't clean house. I'm just a little kid. <laughs> Leroy, I wasn't going to mention this until we'd finished the job. But I plan to give you 50 cents for helping. 50 cents? Oh, boy, I'm the best little house cleaner you ever saw. Yeah. That's the spirit, my boy. Let's begin with the judge's study. Stacks of them. And this is only one room. Uh... You're all right, Leroy. 75 cents. (laughs) 
thought I'd be scrubbing a kitchen floor. You water commissioner with housemaid's knee. Are you scrubbing that floor again? Yes, Leroy. Maybe I shouldn't have hauled the ashes out through the kitchen. Well, <laughs> for some reason, we don't seem to be making much progress. You take all those papers outside? Yeah, and I found this can of paint in the garage, Junk. Maybe I could touch up some of the scratches on the pantry door. Well, it wouldn't hurt. Oh, boy, I like the paint. Look at Unc. Yes, Leroy. That isn't the way to handle a brush. Let me show you the stroke. Yeah, but gosh. Painting is ticklish business. Yeah, don't be afraid of it. You have to get some paint on the brush, like this. Yeah, all over the floor. Oh, brother. Now you got to scrub the floor again. Yeah, I have a better idea. Bertie, this is Mr. Gildersleeve. Uh-oh. Move that chair back, Leroy. Sure. Isn't that vacuum getting hot, Bertie? It's smoking. But when I finish this rug, I'm through. I'm through. Me too. I'm bushed. Yeah, the part of the rug looks nice, Bertie. Thank you, sir. Them old cattails sure did shed. Yeah, good riddance. I left them out by the ash can, Unc, with the peacock feathers and stuff. Good boy. How does this table look, Bertie? Well, it looks as though it could have a little more elbow grease there. Yeah, is that all it's going to get? Gosh, house looks pretty good. Yeah, the old judge will like what we did. And Bertie... I'm going to reward you with a $5 box of candy. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Gillsleep, but anybody can look at me and tell I don't need candy. <laughs> well, I thought you'd like that. Of course, I could use the $5. <laughs> yeah, just as soon as we get home, Bertie, you deserve it. Thank you, sir. Well, heck, don't I deserve more than 75 cents? You bet, my boy, you deserve a dollar. Hey, Keen! And I deserve a medal. Yes, sir. Anybody home? Oh, hi, Mr. Munson. Hi, Leroy. Commish. Oh, Bertie. Good evening, gentlemen. Lloyd. And Peavy. Oh, well, Mr. Gildersleeve. Thought we'd drop by and see if we could be of any help. Yeah. You're a little late, Peavy. Hey, the place looks different, don't it, Peavy? Mm, my, yeah. Well, it should. We've worked here all day. Yeah, Bertie. Fluff up the judge's Chicago World's Fair pillow. Yes, sir. When the judge comes home, he's going to think he's in the wrong house. Yeah, could be, Bertie. Yes, sir. Mr. Gillsleeve threw out the cattails, the pussy willows, and the peacock feathers, and now the judge is going to think he's in the wrong house. Yes. <laughs> when the judge walks in his study and sees all them newspapers and magazines gone, he's going to think he's in the wrong house. Yeah, that's about right, Bertie. Mr. Gillsleeve, you know what the judge is going to think when he sees all that stuff gone? Yes, Bertie. That's right, he's going to think he's in the wrong house. <laughs> I think Bertie's got something there. <laughs> yeah, it cost me a little money. It was a lot of work, but by George, it was worth it. I'll sleep like a baby tonight. You know, it makes me tired just to look at all you've done. Well, now, the judge's place wasn't really dirty. He just had it all cluttered up. Well, well, look at that. Hey, it's the judge. My, what a shiny kitchen I have. 
You go on in, Judge, and take a look. Phoebe, Floyd. Hello, Judge. Hi, Judge. And Gildy. How can I thank you, old friend? Yeah. How beautiful my parlor is. Yeah, I'm glad you... Judge, what do you got there? Let's see. The pussy willows go here. Got tails here. Peacock feathers in the umbrella stand and the milkweed pods atop the organ. Is he kidding? Judge, where'd you find all those things? Out back. Apparently you forgot to bring them in after you cleaned. Good judge. Now, will you gentlemen help me carry in my papers and periodicals? They're out by the ash can. Yofer, you old goat. Why don't you bring the cans in, too? <laughs> Great Gildersleeve will be right back. Now that spring is here and summer is coming on, you'll probably be serving potato salad often again. And for the best potato salad you ever tasted, be sure you make it with Miracle Whip salad dressing. Miracle Whip will give your potato salad a wonderful, lively, teasing flavor, a just exactly right taste your folks, like millions, will go for Miracle Whip tastes so good, it's become the most popular salad dressing ever created. Get a jar soon, won't you? Make your salads taste better than ever with America's favorite salad dressing, the one and only Miracle Whip. This is Gildersleeve again. Just thought I'd mention that all the folks in Summerfield are working very hard in the civil defense program. Hope you and your community are doing the same. This is most important to each one of us. I suggest you get your copy of the official civil defense instructions either from your local civil defense organization or by writing the superintendent of documents in Washington, D.C. and enclosing five cents in coin or stamp. Thanks for being with us. See you next week. Good night, all. Included in the cast are Walter Tetley, Mary Lee Robb, Lillian Randolph, Arthur Q. Bryan, Ken Christie, Earl Ross, and Dick Legrand. This is John Heaston saying goodnight for the Kraft Foods Company, makers of the famous line of Kraft quality food products. Be sure to listen in next Wednesday and every Wednesday for the further adventures of the Great Gildersleeve. Now, here are the winners in the fifth and final week of Parquet Margarine's great Name the Twins contest. Glamorous new Ford Victorias go to... Mrs. Clarence Morris, Marion Atherton, Rodney George Anderson, Mrs. Henry Milliken. Winners of other prizes will be notified by mail. The makers of Parquet Margarine hope you have enjoyed this exciting contest. Show Marks plays You Bet Your Life with $1,000. Listen on NBC.
Oh, yeah. The great Gildersleeve has some swinging music here on Sounds Like Radio. I just can't help but to swing along with the music. Yeah. There, there was from the great Gildersleeve. That was originally broadcast on May 2nd, 1951. As the boys, the Jolly Boys, they just did not want to find how how hard it would be to clean the judge's house. They saw that house. They saw what a record was in. And they all made up excuses to Gildersleeve as to why they didn't want to participate in the old spring cleaning. Well, now, there's something about spring. You know, you, you got to clean, some people think, in the, in the spring. But, you know, uh, other people, some people, in fact, I probably would guess most people have that old spring fever. That's what happens in the spring to most of us. We get that old spring fever. We get that roving eye. It starts roving around. And here's a song that I got from a uh, Bing Crosby CD. As a matter of fact, friends, this came from the very first Bing Crosby CD that I ever owned. I bought the CD even before I owned a CD player. Yeah, I didn't trust them CDs. I liked my cassettes and my albums. But, you know, I could see the world changing, and CDs were the coming thing. And besides this here album, it's called Bing Crosby Sings Again. The album wasn't available on an album. It was only available on a CD, so I was almost forced to buy the CD. And now I'm glad I did, because I've had CD players for a long time now. Here's Bing Crosby to sing that old spring fever from that very first Bing Crosby CD in your humble host collection. Take it away, Bing. Tell us about that spring fever thing. I got a patch of land Where I work like a beaver But I got an awful case Of the old spring fever I want to get away But there's no use of talking If I really had my way I would just start walking down that railroad track But here's what holds me back I got myself a gal Say I just couldn't leave her So I'm in between my heart And the old spring fever What's the good of dreaming? I guess I'm lucky. Yes, I'm lucky. Mighty lucky. Come to think it over, what a fool I'd be. Letting old spring fever get the best of me. Good a dreamer, I guess I'm lucky. Yes, I'm lucky, 
mighty lucky Come to think it over What a fool I'd be Let no spring fever Get the best of me Can't let old spring fever Get the best of me No, sir. Uh-uh. You just can't let that old spring fever get the best of you. Yeah, where's my background music? Yeah. I tell you, sometimes Mr. Engineer, he's right there on time. Other times, he, he's asleep at the switch. But he got it on. There's my background music. Yeah, Bing Crosby from the very first Bing Crosby CD I ever owned. Bing Crosby sings again. And that was the old spring fever. Yeah, well, now, the judges, he didn't have the spring fever. And even the Jolly Boys, they, they didn't have spring fever. What they had sort of was a lazy-itis, I think, so. <laughs> and they all said, you know, Gildersleeve, that's... Cleaning up the judge house idea was all right, but, you know, spring can really hang you up the most, especially when we have to think of other things to do besides clean up the judge's house. Well, Julie London, she agrees, spring can really hang you up the most. Uh, Take it, Julie. Once I was a sentimental thing Threw my heart away each spring now spring romance hasn't got a chance promise my first chance to wither all i've got to show's a splinter for my little Spring this year has got me feeling Like a horse that never left the post I lie in my room Staring up at the ceiling Spring can really hang you up the most College boys are writing sonnets In the tender fashion They're engrossed But I'm on the shelf Like last year's Easter bonnets Spring can really hang you up the most Love came my way I hoped it would last We had our day Now that's all in the past Spring came along A season of song Full of sweet promise But something went wrong Love seemed sure Around the new year 
Just hung up thinking about spring cleaning. <laughs> that would hang me up. <laughs> oh, yeah, Julie London. Now, what a what a beautiful choice we have today. We could either have Spring Fever or Elizabeth Scott. Elizabeth Scott, not Elizabeth. Elizabeth Scott. Or we could have that old Spring Fever for Julie London. Oh, that's a Hobson's choice. I, I don't know who I got the, the Spring Fever most for. Julie or, or Elizabeth? Julie or Elizabeth? I'm just going to have to flip a coin. And you know what Chet Baker says? When you got a choice like that, you ought to just look for the silver lining. Because what a silver lining it is to choose between Julie London or Elizabeth Scott. Here is Chet Baker. Look for the silver lining. Tell us about it, Chet. Look for the silver lining. Whenever a cloud appears in the blue Remember somewhere the sun is shining And so the right thing to do Is make it shine for you a heart full Of joy and gladness Will always banish sadness and strife so always look for the silver lining And try to find the sunny side of A heart full 
of joy and gladness will always banish sadness and strife. So always look for the silver lining and try to find the sunny side of life. Very wise words from Chet Baker. Here on Sounds Like Radio. Look for the silver lining. That's what he says to do. And I'm looking for the silver lining now because it's bonus music time. Yes, we've got a song here. It's one of my all-time favorite songs. But you know, I did not have this song in my record collection for many years. In fact, I looked for it for many years but could never find it in the record stores. Finally, one day, oh, Probably in the late 70s, maybe early even, maybe even early 80s, I finally found the 45 of Dion singing Ruby Baby. Now, I didn't have no Dion albums because, well, even Dion was before my time when I grew up in the 60s. I did have a, I remember buying a Dion 45 of him singing Abraham, Martin, and John. Uh, but that came out in the latter part of the 60s, and this um, song here uh, that I've always enjoyed listening to but never had it till I found it finally in the 80s. As a 45, here it is, my 45 and one of my favorite Dion songs. Oh, this is my favorite Dion song. Let's face it. Here he is to sing Ruby Baby. Oh, this song moves. Now that I love a girl and a ruby is her name Hear me talking now This girl don't love me but I love her just the same What I say oh. Whoa, 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 ruby, ruby I will want you Like a ghost I'm gonna haunt you Ruby, ruby, ruby Will you be mine Sometimes Oh, man. 
That is a song that is just perfect. It just moves. It flows. It, it's got that steady beat, and I love it. Let's listen to a little brief encore. Dion, sing it for us again. I just cannot stand to leave that song alone. I want all of you out there to join me in singing the hip hip part. Get ready. favorite part of the song. to me. Ah, I guess the fun has to end sooner or later. What a fantastic song. I would say that is a perfect song for a song that moves, it grooves, it carries you along with absolutely no effort. You're snapping your fingers, you're singing along, and I say congratulations, Dion, a perfect song. Ruby, baby. <laughs> absolutely no relation to today's Great Gildersleeve show. But that don't matter when we have bonus song time. We don't have to match it up, huh? No. Oh, oh, yeah. Speaking of that, today we heard the May 2nd of 1951 episode of The Great Gildersleeve. Uh, yeah, they're going to do some spring cleaning to the judge's house. At least that was the grand plan, but uh, sometimes things just don't go uh, as you might think. But then again, the Jolly Boys, you know, in the end, they did show up to do their duty. Uh, they just couldn't let the judge down, I suppose. All right, friends, I want to thank you all for listening today to the Sounds Like Radio Show. We will see you again next time for more Sounds Like Radio, The Great Gildersleeve, and of course... Great music. Hope you enjoyed singing along with Dion, too. <laughs> oh, I like that. All right, friends. Goodbye, everybody, and so long for now. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>